35, Wednesday, October 3rd. We are very happy you've decided to wake up with us here on the Morning Reboot. Wow. Write it down and you'll forget it. <laughs> I'm going to add that to my list of life suggestions. Write it down and you'll forget it. Uh, it's very good uh, that you're here with us because we have a extremely packed show today. I have so many papers here. I'm sorry for printing out so much, but there's a lot to get to this morning. Uh, to be a part of the show today, 419-240-1055. Text the show. Our phones do work as they should. So when we get going for our call-in segments, we'd love to have you a part of things. We'll get to the rated game right after 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock this morning. Urban Dictionary Spelling Bee. Lots of new words to get <laughs> into, to throw into your lexicon. It's, um, well, we got to switch this up. Sorry. So we can do the parent thing tomorrow. Um... Should there be a national Halloween day, actually a national trick-or-treat day? Some of that already on our Q105 Facebook page. Our friend Andrea will be here because um, we, we've we committed to hosting an event next Friday night for the animals of Wood County Humane Society. Oh. I've committed. You said you'd be interested in going, so um, we'd love to have you be a part of that oh. next uh, next Friday night. Panel full of ladies as well. Lots of questions to get to for that. We're very busy today. Our friend Alex will be joining us later on this morning. 419-240-1055. Text Eric to that number at any time to get the link you need for the podcast. If you miss any part of the show, uh, the podcast, once we wrap up the show, is posted Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, it's everywhere. But text my name, my first name, to that link or to that number. You'll get the link. No songs, no commercials. It's all there for you. 537, good morning. It's Eric Chase and the one and only Floyd. Hi. What's that shirt? It looks new. Does it say America? America. I like it. Is it a new shirt? (laughs) No. This is very... I'm phasing out the... The summer clothes. I was like, oh, I haven't worn you in forever. New rotation of stuff. New rotation. Elijah came over yesterday. He's like, it amazes me that you have a fall wardrobe. Because, like, all my long sleeve shirts and button-ups are just in a pile on the floor. Because I'm going to do those for laundry this weekend. Mm-hmm. He's like, my fall clothes are just my... My my, my fall clothes are my, just my summer clothes just in the fall. And I was like... Same. I was like, oh, maybe I'm just weird like that. Same. My, right. my my fall clothes are uh, my Nike joggers yeah. over shorts and <laughs> some kind of... But he totally called me out because he was like, you don't wear any of that stuff. I go, but it's there and it'll be clean just in case I ever want to wear it. I have a... Pl- I collect flannels, but only wear like the same two. But I guarantee you I have at least 30 flannels. But I only wear like my red and black one, and then my there's like this green and blue one. But there's many colors if I have to have to choose. But you have the options. Yeah. Um, good morning. Welcome to the show. If you'd like to text in today, we'd love to hear from you. Hi, Scott. Hi, Dina. Mm-hmm. Um, we've not, ever since we changed over to that new platform, I don't think we've been as diligent saying hello and thank you to, for the text messages. But yeah. thank you guys for being there. 419-240-1055. I'm going to give you the warning right now. Uh-oh. I've got some candy corn stuff here. So if you choose to step away from the show for a couple of minutes, I get it. Like to eat? Not to eat. Look at me with a toothache. I'm like, you got food over there? What? Not to eat. <laughs> I was it I had to I had to I went to Target yesterday, the the one that's remodeled at Spring Meadows on airport. Is it pretty? Yes. Does it look that one on Maroshi? Because I love the one on Maroshi. Kind of. Ooh. Yeah, they they want to make sure that they're all very similar. Um, and I'm 
strolling up and down the aisles, I had a handful of things that were on my shopping list to get. <laughs> and I come across an end cap near the refrigerated section, and I notice stacks of candy corn. We know that a lot of people don't like candy. I'm not going to have this this battle again. I like candy corn. You don't. Fine. There are some people who choose... There are some candy corn crusaders, candy corn rights activists, yes, as you would say, you. who want to evangelize and say, no, no, this is how... If you do the... If you eat it with like peanuts, it tastes like a payday. So... Huh. You've heard that before, right? No, that's yeah. it. Just hit me. It just hit me. I, I see it. I, I feel it. So on that end cap was not only loads of I think Brocks or Bracks, however you pronounce it, bags of candy corn. Mm-hmm. There were also uh, Target brand peanuts for you to purchase as well, and one step further, pretzels to buy, so you can make your own candy corn Halloween trail mix. What? Do they make candy corn year-round? I feel like it's always around, but we don't ever talk about it until this season. Yeah, I think you can find it. Okay. Hmm. Did you get it? Are you going to make trail mix? I like trail mix. We're going to keep going with... <laughs> the- you can't talk about food this early, and I'm excited. We keep going with the candy corn theme. So, um, I did buy some, because I'll be having this small gathering on Saturday night, and I'm waiting to see... I have a feeling... Too many people will show up and the house will be stuffed or it'll be like three of us. Whatever. So I bought some for to put out as like a dish and maybe I'll make, uh, maybe I'll do, I'll do one regular candy corn dish and then the candy corn trail mix or the Halloween trail mix. Mm-hmm. But I did buy some because I had the idea. About four years ago, I dug out, I dug out a recipe, a recipe for candy corn martinis. I am listening. I I made too much of it, um, and it was only Juliana and I that drank them, and they were very sweet and very alcohol. I am not a good bartender. Uh, this is where uh, I I don't properly measure stuff when I make recipes, mm-hmm. uh, when I make food, but I but I eyeball it pretty well. This has betrayed me when I've been trying to make alcoholic beverages. I've learned that measuring is actually quite important. So what I made was like. It should have been drank as a shot, not as a drink, because it was like supercharged alcohol. Um, in fact, I had so much left over, I brought it over to the old show, and I think people got inebriated on the air for, for a couple of sips. So since you'll be attending the party, I'm going to run a couple of things by you. I just Googled candy, candy corn martini. martini. They look delicious. I have, I've selected a couple ones, and I want to see which ones you... Th- I think I'm going to go against like... I don't want to mess with any kind of dairy products. So I'm not putting heavy cream in any mm-hmm. of these. But there are um, there are several different kinds of recipes I can go with. Um, oh god, this one's so long. <laughs> and I'd like you to tell. I'd like your input on this. So I think I have to. I'm going to stop at that uh, that OHLQ place and get either vanilla or candy vodka. Okay. Today, and then you infuse it. I'm going to drop the candy corn in there and just let it sit for a couple of days. So that'll be the vodka base. Okay. There's so many different recipes I'm looking at. Yeah. You can go with. Candy corn vodka, pineapple juice, ginger beer, tonic water, cotton candy to garnish. That's the one I'm looking at right now. Okay, let me give you another one. Sorry for the delay here, but I'm skipping um, on my phone. Uh, Next one. Yes. 
the whipped vodka, vanilla vodka, an ounce of orange liqueur, two tablespoons of sugar for rimming the glass. And you know, there's nothing I like better than a good rimming. Yeah, I'm going to steer clear of that one, but... that looks good. They all look good. So that one, that that one's got the orange liqueur. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I apologize. I'm interested in the ginger beer one with the tonic water. I wonder if that'll tone down the alcohol. Well, no, the potency of the ginger beer because ginger beer has a lot of sugar in it. Okay. So I wonder if that like will G- di- oh, well, tonic water has a lot of sugar too. So. G- does it really? Mm-hmm. Ginger beer is often a good base for Moscow Mule's mm-hmm. popular drinks. And again, this one's kind of similar to the first one. The cake vodka I'll infuse, um, pineapple juice, and heavy cream. Again, I want to stay away from the heavy cream. And I think the last one to throw at you, so the, re- the real difference is pineapple juice versus orange liqueur. Um, is the cream in like the cotton candy garnish for like the white color of the candy corn? Kind of. Because right, I'm looking at pictures, I'm just like, well, what's that white stuff the, there for? The, okay. cr- the cream, I think, will make it layered and more of a, a thicker, heavier fall drink. Mm. So I guess the difference is we're going here between pineapple juice, the ginger beer, the orange liqueur, and how about this one? The vodka, um, ice, and this one simply has butterscotch schnapps. See, I'm into butterscotch. You want to go with that one? <coughs> but excuse me, butterscotch is like an acquired taste. I agree. So I would go with the other stuff over that. That's something like to play with by yourself if you've never tried it. But do you? Do, how do you feel about these being a, a part of a, a a beverage theme of the party? I'm okay with that. I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. Do it. Okay. With the with the young kids say when I was younger, YOLO. I'm like, bringing it was like six back. years ago. I know I'm bringing um, it back. I have uh, I have a new song for you. Uh-oh. I don't think it will be the official single. I think it's a statement song, and I think we're all going to agree. We're all going to have the same sentiment. Okay. Okay. Um, it's a good song. Again, I don't think it's the official single, so we're not talking like monster song here. But let me play it for you. The voice will be familiar. I'm not even going to tell you the title. Because you could give it your own title. Mm-hmm. But it is a new song that just came out. It's 546 on Q105. 5.49, the morning reboot, Q105. That's new. What do you want to call it? Get over it. <laughs> uh, is it called To Love You? Not Or Not Again. Uh, it's called Lose You to Love Me. That's new Selena Gomez. I simply can't gather who that could possibly be about. Girl. I mean, you... <sighs> You know when people are just like, I'm hanging on to hope. And you just go, nope. Like, we all know who that's about. It has to be. You ain't never been in love with no one else, I don't think. Um, Maybe she should just be a lesbian. Who am I? <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know. Girl, expand your horizons. I'm not one ever to go to, to tamp down on somebody's mental health struggles. For obvious reasons. Right. Um, so I appreciate her bearing herself like that. But... This really is, this is a lot, uh, this is, I wonder if some, and I she got lupus, or she was dealing with something, um, in addition to the, the mental health, and they're, they're all connected. Yeah. But, I, I'll say this, because I don't want to slam her. There's the no song, slam, it's just an opinion that. I would like her to move on, mm-hmm. I'd like her to be able to find a way to move, because it's a long time now, I'd like her to be able to find a way to move on, and maybe someone is in her ear, and this is. Sorry if this is like too analytical. Maybe somebody's in her ear. Keep singing about Justin because these are where your hits come from. But I really like when she does like dance and up tempo songs. Yeah, like and 
the faster we can get away from the Bieber stuff, the more we'll get back to those songs. And you'll evolve as an artist. Like, you're still young enough to, like, reinvent yourself. Like, think back in the day, all these artists who reinvented themselves and had different sounds. Like, girl, I don't need the heart what once what it wants, the sequel. I don't need the trilogy. Right. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need... I don't need a franchise of the heart wants what it wants. Perfectly said. <laughs> I honestly like, and it's not a bad song. No. But then you think you're like someone who likes music like me. You're like this song isn't that bad. Okay, Selena, I feel you. I feel, I feel you. I feel this pain. Is this about Justin Bieber again? He's had like three girlfriends and he is now married. Like, let me let me be your gay best friend, girl. You need to move on. Get a better counselor. Like, if at this point you have Music not moved is on. My therapy. You know they all say that. But, like, girl. They... I get it. It's cathartic. But at this point, <laughs> if, you have, if you're at the point where you're, you're still singing about him, perhaps the counselor or therapist you're working with is not right for you. Who am I to put a time limit on when you've moved on from somebody? I'm going to do that. <laughs> Just because she I want, needs I want some. I want to be selfish and get more pop songs. More, she, more pop dance songs. She needs to do what, like, J-Lo did. She needs to work with, like... Uh, a club anthem banger. Like, J-Lo works with Pitbull. Anytime J-Lo comes out, we're like, this song is amazing. Take rid of Pitbull. You're like, ooh. But like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like you just said, you want those club bangers, those... I don't even want that. No, just no, but up you, tempo. You, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you want something to get you, oh, I like this groove. You're like, your shoulders start moving. But like, she's giving us ballad after ballad. Like, girl, that's already safe for like Adele. The Celines of the world. You know what I mean? Like, did you hear the line in there uh, about, I'll even take back to you, which was like kind of down tempo ish. Yeah. And I think that was about him as well. Um, There was a line in there, and I've listened to the song now twice, something about you singing off key on a song. Did you hear that part? No, because I was was actually singing the chorus because it was kind of catchy. Oh, if I didn't say the name of it, it's Lose You to Love Me by Selena Gomez. You did. No, we're going to play it again. No. Okay. I mean, later on. Okay. <laughs> later on. No, all right. Um, Don't put that in the music mix. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Just got, don't do it. We have to go back a couple of days, and we I forgot yesterday, and I forgot on Monday, because we get carried away. Oh, did we not answer yesterday? We did not. Mm, sorry, uh, the friends. music mix. Do you, do you remember? Let me play it. So, it was Bad Romance, In the Club, I Like It. One, three, five. Yep. Um, let me see if I remember number two. I, I, I didn't. I didn't want to look at the email. Number two is you kept dancing all around all the Selenas and whatnot. Uh, Selenas and Demi's. Uh huh. Play it one more time. Number two is Sweet But Psycho. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't hear that at all. I don't. Okay. okay. Still don't hear it, but okay, good. Next up, number four, Jeremiah. Don't tell him. Oh, I would never got that. I don't even know who that is. Yes, you do. Nope. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Um, you know that song. Uh, what the hell did that? What the hell did that sample? You know that song? God, it was a big hit in like 2014. That was a lot of vodka. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a so, lot of vodka that year. Once more, Lady Gaga, Bad Romance, Sweet But Psycho, 50 Cent in the Club, uh, then Jeremiah, Don't Tell Him, Don't Tell Him, Don't Tell Him, Don't... And uh, last one was Cardi B, I Like It. 
got me because I still don't hear those other two, but yay. I feel so bad if you were sitting there waiting like... <laughs> at I, work, going up and down on the radio like... Oh, they or answer? like, yeah, mo- Monday <laughs> at like 6.30, they're like, can't wait, they always finish it up. Well, yeah. not that time, apologies. Good morning, it's 5.55, very busy show today. If you get away from it at all, make sure you get the podcast, okay? Uh, 612, good morning. The morning reboot on Q105, 730 this morning. We will talk about a national trick-or-treating day. If you're not here for that, please get the podcast. Also, DeRocher's best Thanksgiving side dish. I met uh, Danielle, whose parents I'd already known when we did a dessert over the summertime at DeRocher's. Now, submit mm-hmm. a recipe for a good side dish, and you and I will cook together, I believe, November 16th. Submit the recipe, the website, Q1055.com. One more thing of business before we get down to some content. It's Eric and Floyd, Q105. Very happy birthday to Scott. Yes, long time listener, long time texter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three time caller. Scott, yeah. happy birthday to you! Thanks for always listening and waking up with us uh, earlier than when we're up. Sometimes, yeah, said about it. Um, if you're just tuning into the show, we talked a lot about candy corn, candy corn martinis, and uh, Selena Gomez. So some of you might not have <laughs> liked the first couple of segments. Because the new Selena Gomez song should be called what? Let it go. <laughs> Get over it. Still not over it. Yeah. Here we go. Another Bieber song. And you were reading. We'll do it in entertainment. Oh, but you were reading on the comments the of habit. the billboard. She's so strong. Oh. <laughs> Let me stop. Um, more, more Halloween candy themed stuff. We've got a version of. The rated game. All right. You know how this works. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Um, I I've been I didn't want to do the same list of yesterday, which we we did trios, one has to go, mm-hmm. of some pretty solid candies. Let's go the opposite route. All right. Let's go with some some really aw- God, candies I've forgotten about. So overrated, underrated, properly rated. Let's go. Nerds. Ooh, they're underrated. I like nerds. I used to like nerds as a kid. Okay. Necco wafers. Ugh, overrated. Those are disgusting. If things are so bad, I don't even know how you how you rate them. But that that's the <laughs> that's the challenge in this. Yeah. Tootsie rolls. They're properly rated because no one goes out the way and say, "Oh, I want a tootsie roll." Like people say, "Oh, I want a Snickers. I want a Twix. I want a Kit Kat." Oh, when you go to the store, give me some Skittles. No one says, you should go buy me a tattoo. They're just blocks of chocolate. It's a fun song. Mmm, <laughs> stuff it, stuff it, muff it. Hershey bar. Just like the regular the chocolate bar. Hershey. Mm, that's overrated, too. It's just chocolate bar. Smarties. The little, the, oh, the little, the, the little tart reps. candies. They're not tart. Not, not the tart. The, they they like look chalk. like sweet tarts, but like. Yeah. Those are overrated, too. Because they're garbage? Yeah, because you have to put them all in your mouth to get the effect of a candy. Right. <laughs> I'll give you the one that you just said, because I, I love these. If I have a sweet tooth, it's for these sweet tarts. The Mm-mm. the old chalky one. Oh, Mm-mm. you don't like that? I don't like the sourness. Yeah. Because you heard what I said about Sour Patch Kids. Oh. Um, crackle. What's Crackle? It's the red packaging. I think it's like a 
chocolate crisp. All right, never mind. Yeah, I don't know the crap. I went, I went deep for some of these. Okay, no worries. Mr. Goodbar. Oh, never actually had a full size one. Only ever had a miniature one. That's the peanuts, right? I think so. Properly rated. I like when people uh, start posting memes about. There ain't nothing fun about that size. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, milk duds. Mm, those are overrated too. Junior mints. You're not a mint person, are you? Mm-mm. Ice cream. That's properly rated. I mean, because it, it serves its purpose. Right. Nestle Crunch. Oh, I do like a Crunch bar. Oh, that's that's properly rated. Oh, I do know what a crackle is. Okay, sorry, I just googled it. I forgot about these, and I don't. I don't even know like if you can buy these or they just come in some kind of variety pack. <sighs> what? Wax cola bottles. Ew, those are so over. <laughs> those are so nasty. Ugh. Yeah, get rid of that. No, why? What? Why would you want to drink liquid out of a wax? Like that's never understood that candy growing up. So they're properly rated because no they're one likes them. Overrated. Who's rating them highly to begin with? Someone's buying them because they keep making them. It's just like wax lips. Remember those back in the day? Yes. The wax candy lips. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's instead of uh, parents looking for, I don't know, foreign items in in your. Halloween bag, they should be taking out all that junk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, one more here. I I think this could be one of the greatest three in this game of all time. Of all time? Of all, all right. Of all time. No pressure. Caramello. Oh, no. You know what they are, right? No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I it's don't. It's a candy bar. But it comes, I think, in three or four blocks, and it's chocolate. Is it the purple one? No. It's a brown, it's a dark brown wrapper, and... Oh, that one! It's the, Yeah, it, it's in the purple package now, but it used to be brown, red, and yellow. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've never had that before, <gasps> so I'm going to go say underrated, because I, I can... I'm interested. But yeah, I've never had one before. One. Yeah. I think Caramello might be one of the great underrated things of all time. Yeah, I've never had a... Uh, now I'm going down this list. I've never had a Cadbury Easter egg either. What? I've never had one. Okay, they're delicious. <laughs> I've never had one, I, I promise some, you. And I know some people don't like them. I I really do like them. There is an... It, imagine the, the most sugary thing mm. you could... Like Kool-Aid as a kid. <laughs> it's that level of sugar in the cream when you bite into it. Oh, wow, that sounds like a toothache. And it looks like something else as well. Uh, one more thing. Apparently, what? I don't, don't even say it. Don't even say it. I'll just take your word for it. Uh, and I just found out in going through these lists, there's something called, for this time of year, Cadbury Scream Eggs. Oh, so they, they're not, like, they're just keeping Hall- up with the time? Halloween versions of things. Okay. Um, it's 619 on the morning reboot here on Q105. Good morning. Text the show if you'd like. 419-240-1055. Changes. Lots of them. Besides just when they'll begin of TPS football games to keep people safe. And the daycare worker has uh, has pleaded something. We'll get to that mm. and more in less than 10 minutes. 
Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah, just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. I think one was at Central a couple weeks ago this past weekend, Friday night at Woodward. So TPS is making some changes to football games. There's only two weeks left in the season, but I guess better safe than sorry. Um, for the final two weeks. Uh, gates will now open at 5 o'clock. Kickoff will commence at 5.30. They were previously scheduled at 7 o'clock. When you went to Whitmer, what time were your games? I felt like I didn't walk in the house until like 10. Did you? Okay. Yeah, so maybe at 7.38 sounds about right. When I us. went to high school, Friday Night Lights was not a thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just because Philadelphia public schools. But I remember the games were at like 3. P.M.? Yeah. Oh, no. Ours yeah. were late. Um, so there's additional, Later, I should say, sorry. There's additional uh, guidelines as well. Only students who attend the participating schools will be admitted to the games. They've got to show valid ID. Spectators who are not students also may have to show ID. There will be dress codes in force. No gang-related attire, no masks or facial coverings, no memorial t-shirts or clothing. <laughs> sorry, I had to laugh at that. Because I knew, I know what they're talking about. No one wants Cousin Lily's face on his shirt saying, rest in... Rest in power. You say it. <laughs> I said it. That's what made me laugh, sorry. From Dr. Durant, you have people who are there for the game as well as people who come and the game is not a priority for them. Uh, other new rules in place for the last two regular season games. Elementary and younger spectators must be accompanied. Elementary students uh, and young people have to be accompanied by an adult at all times. Tickets only sold at the gate. No pre-sale. No ticket sales after the second quarter. No re-entry to the stadium. No backpacks or large bags. TPS department and school personnel reserve the right to refuse entrance to any student or spectator now this is all because of um at central a couple weeks ago which had nothing to do to the game with the game and woodward a variety of gunshots and i believe two people were in custody Mm -hmm. that happened in the neighborhood yeah but this is why we can't have nice things so here's the thing tps start a friday night football subscription they can stream that stuff online Cheer from your living room. It sucks that a handful of people uh, ruin it for uh, the majority of people who are mostly very well behaved. And, and, and ain't that the truth right there? That's It's insane. It's just... And these weren't even, like you just said, these weren't incidents inside the... Had to do with the right. game at all. Like it It's was, the neighborhood. It's sad. It's sad, sad, sad. Uh, former daycare worker was charged with assault. Heather Reese has pleaded not guilty to the crime. Um... <laughs> And that's it. I have nothing more on that. Other than can't we just go, girl? We saw the video. The only thing I can imagine is she has somehow procured, and I'll, I have to ask Dennis Swan about this. She may, maybe she procured a really savvy lawyer that will try to adjust it to a lesser charge. Because I, you're, we all saw it. Like that's guilt. Right. But maybe she has a good lawyer that will try to plead this thing out in some way. Unless they're gonna put that defense of. I've been not me personally, but I've heard situations where they're like, if if they pawn it off as the child was the aggressor in this, which in many cases they're like, I did, I was frustrated, I didn't know what to do. I'm just like, that's what made me laugh, and that's why I goughed. Like I was like, ugh, scoffed, scoffed. Is it scoffed or goughed? It's scoffed, scoffed. Whatever. 
Don't judge me. <laughs> Moving I'm, on, Brian. Um, Slap you. <laughs> you uh, the UAW Local 14 workers ratified their agreement with GM here locally yesterday. Uh, they've got to wait until all 55 GM plants have voted. The deadline is Friday at 4 o'clock. Um, official results from the Monday vote from Local 14. The tentative agreement received 80% support from local production and skilled trade workers. The plant was the fourth to vote, but many more to vote throughout the course of the week. And I'm guessing this tentative agreement will be ratified. Well, that's good. They've been on the picket line for a good month and a few weeks. Long strike cost a couple billion dollars for GM. Uh, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren has become the first candidate, first 2020 Democrat, and I guess that's really all there is besides Trump, who is running unopposed. Uh, Tire campaign staff here in Ohio, a key swing state that some strategists have considered writing off in the next presidential election. The Massachusetts Progressive is the first uh, Democrat with an Ohio state director. The campaign was also among the first to fill the position in Michigan, another key battleground state. Um... Aren't all states battleground states? No. In fact, you really only, there's really only, uh, I would say, what, 20% of the country that's ever up for grabs in any given election. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, I think people, they want to win California, New York, Ohio, Michigan, nope, 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 Texas. Nope. But Michigan, uh, sorry, Texas, California, and uh, New York are already all decided. No, I'm just saying, like, when, when you hear about the Electoral colleges has checked in, and, like, they're like, Delaware with two. And you're just like, yeah, Like, that's how I feel about that. Like, and I'm not but, a political strategist, strategist by any means, but, like, every time they're like, New Hampshire is coming in with their one electoral... I'm like, okay, bye. I mean, the election really takes place in, like, five states. For the most, yes. I agree. I agree. Because... California's chalked up to Democrats. Texas has moved to the middle just a little bit, but will likely still be for Trump and Republicans mm-hmm. always. New York for, for Democrats. Uh, it's, it's what, Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, yeah. Florida, and, and just a couple others. That's why, so, tangent, real quick. <laughs> I don't, maybe I'm off because I am not a politicist. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a political history major. That's why I don't like the Electoral College. I think I like it the in I like it for an inverse reason as others. Mm-hmm. Because if you only have you only have to go to those states to campaign. Yeah. Maybe if we had electoral electoral college in high school I could have been homecoming king. Whatever. Cool. Who denied you being homecoming king? I wasn't even nominated. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe if you would have had a bigger budget. I was like I was like, who's the lady who believes in the crystals of the Democratic Party? I was like that kid in high school. I don't remember. It's like, you should vote for me. I'll give you crystals. I only want She's me. Marianne something. Marianne whatever. She's I re- SNL always murder her, murders her at the stake because she's just so out there. Um, I like spelling. Do we like spelling bees? I like the, the kids' spelling. I love spelling bees because I, I, like, I like their quirks that they do when me they too. try to spell words. And then when they're like down to the final two and the one kid knows they won, they just start hyperventilating and they're like, calm down. Calm down. The one in the spring have like nine winners. It was like a nine-way tie. Yeah, because they just kept going for hours on hours. So this is a, in a I think an adult spelling, an adult spelling bee. Corporate representatives will compete Thursday in the thirty-second annual corporate and community spelling bee to support read for literacy. Happens at twelve fifteen at the Pinnacle in Maumee, where we were last oh, week. We were there. Unlike typical spelling bees, teams gather around tables and work together to correctly spell words from the moderator. So it's like trivia night. Oh. Oh, that'll be fun. It supports Read for Literacy programs and services, It's uh, which is dedicated to providing children and families with the help they need to increase their literacy and reading skills, resulting in academic, career, and personal success. Last year, the event raised about $70,000. 
Nice. We will do an Urban Dictionary spelling bee shortly after 7 o'clock mm-hmm. this morning. Last thing, if you're looking for a job, the Blades Fall and Fall Job and Education Fair will be from 2 to 7 today at Parkway Place in Maumee, right on the trail. Employers at the fair, at the fair will include ProMedica, NCI Credit. NSI, sorry, NSI Crankshaft, Buckeye Broadband, and other such in fields as manufacturing, nursing, and clerical. You can also search for jobs online at jobs.toledoblade.com. Noise. Tell that person that there's always a job waiting for them. They might not like it, <laughs> but people are always hiring now. I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, what are we talking about? Yeah, you're right, you're right. You're right. Uh, our, our friend Jaden was back on Ellen yesterday afternoon, and the Jenner Kardashian clan is getting back down to business. As if they ever left it. We'll do that before seven. You can buy one ticket, get one free if you use Q105 on the Stranahan's website for Catherine and Jimmy Sunday night. Mm. Hocus Pocus. Uh, use Q105 as your password. Stranahan website. Buy one ticket, get one free. A really good deal. 654, the morning reboot. Eric and Floyd. We're glad you're here with us. 419 1055 Played it about an hour ago. New Selena Gomez music. And we'll comment after some of it. We'd always go Can't imagine who that's about. You've read the Billboard article and some of the comments about it. Yeah, I completely adore this song. <laughs> People love it. I'm just, I just don't get it. Like they're, they're like the one. <clears throat> She's finally free. This is her freeing anthem. I'm literally reading it as I go down. Just listen to this. Okay, girl, we get it. Move on. It is it. The they're, 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 Yeah, they're they're legit. Pre, like repeating our sentiments but they're like oh I love this song she's so free go be you now she did that she did it with Heart, Heart Wants What It Wants there was another ballad too I can't remember off the top of my head the last big hit was you, Back To You so good for you good for you that song that was about him too she just wasn't because she was with him then I was like girl I get, I get it I get it. the music is therapeutic but like like I said between you and this marriage that he's in now, there's been a string of girls. Like and, he's had girlfriends, but he's moved on. Yes, <laughs> and she's not getting the right help or therapy or count whatever you want to call it. If like the Haley Baldwin marriage was, I hate this word, was some kind of trigger for her. Yeah. So it's a fine song. We would just yeah. So uh, that's New <laughs> Selena Gomez. Uh, what did you say? Uh, Jaden was back on Ellen yesterday. Ellen Tube. T- he was interviewing. Hold on. To interview Naomi Osaka. That's her name. The tennis star. What did you say about her? She was very awkward in her for a few interviews on Ellen. Like just very one word and not. In the past? Yeah. not Yeah. Not interested at all. And what was your theory with this. Ellen didn't want to talk to her anymore. So I think she sat with Ellen yesterday for a couple minutes, but here's our here's our, our boy. I'm Jane Jefferson here. I'm with tennis celebrity Naomi Osaka. Naomi, thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you. So how was it sitting next to Ellen during your, t- uh, during your interview today? Oh, it was really cool. I mean, I feel like you can relate. Um, she's just a super nice person, and just having that energy is really uplifting. And what do you love that would surprise people? 
besides, besides from tennis? Um, I mean, it's not surprising. I love video games, um, anime, manga. I guess a lot yeah. of like stuff us. that most people maybe not have heard of. So what do you have to tell people about that uh, side passion? Side passion? Um, yeah, just something I do to relax um, and just take my mind off like stressful things. Uh, before you hit the tennis court, what what's, uh, goes into your mental side of things? What are some things that you mentally prepare for? Um, mentally prepare for, I guess, I don't really know actually. What do you think about before you interview people? Um, before I interview people, really, it's just like, all right, let's make sure the questions are right. I don't try to memorize things. Okay. I really just try to flow with how that person feels. Okay. So how, how do I feel? Honestly, I think you have a good vibe for this interview. You guys think so? I think so as well. So I think it's a really good vibe during the interview. Okay. That's so kind of him to say because that was really dull. Oh, I told you. Pulling teeth. I, I let when we're off air. I'm gonna bring up the last interview with Ellen. Ellen, you you could just you don't even have to watch. You don't even have to listen to it. Just watch her facial expression. She's like she literally just has that look. Like why am I doing this interview? Why do you keep winning? Because I have to talk to you because you keep winning. Some people just don't have a great person. Maybe she'll grow it's, into it. But it's not even that. Like she's she's an athlete. I don't expect her to talk. But like Ellen, you had her on your show. This would be her fourth appearance with. First time with Jaden, fourth time one there. It's just like, she literally was just like, I'm not doing this interview. I know, and I knew, I know in a production meeting, she's like, I'm not interviewing her again. I refuse to. Uh, she's been a global icon now yeah. for a couple of years. I would have thought that somebody would have gotten her with some kind of media training, mm -hmm. but that was not real interesting. I wonder, now, look, Jaden is too sweet to think like this, and I don't know if his mom or Gloria, his grandma <laughs> or his dad flew out there, but I wonder if Jaden, who is now so so much a veteran and so savvy with this stuff, he's thinking <laughs> to himself, I flew all the way out here and I'm missing school for this, for these one-word answers. Yeah. And, and I, I, I told you. I don't think he was being indignant when she flipped it, like, what do you think about? It was almost like, I, I don't know. It was kind of like, and to flip the script, she kind of was just like, I don't want to be here either. The Kylie story. Uh, the 22-year-old has filed to trademark the phrase rise and shine, a line that became a meme last week when footage of her singing that phrase to her daughter Stormy went viral. In addition to the standard rise and shine, Jenner also wants to trademark the less the less formal rise and shine. Um the latter trademark would cover clothing, while the former would also apply to cosmetics. The trademark request has drawn backlash on Twitter, with many ridiculing the business decision as as excessive. Now, now in this moment, I also made a list of stuff that I'm going to trademark. Would you like to know? Yes. I'm going to trademark break a leg. Okay. Piece of cake. Dime a dozen. Chip off the old block. Beating around the bush. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Kill two birds, one stone. Cut to the chase. And also, close but no cigar. I'll sue you for the cut to the chase <laughs> one. You're using my name. I'm like legit. Like I, When I saw that, I said, let me just Google some common phrases. I'm like, oh, I can say that. I can start using those in everyday everyday terms. So like, I'm just going to walk around today. Dime a dozen. When I see Lynn in the hallway. Hi, Floyd. Dime a dozen. When If you just start repeating it, you can also make it your own. When... <laughs> I, I saw the story about this. I didn't see the meme or anything. And I'm I'm wondering, look, they're very shrewd business people, Chris, uh, of all of them, obviously. And I'm wondering if they had like this aha moment. Like, 
Was it Stormy that said "Rise and Shine," or Kylie said it to her? I think it was in the like repeating, like a mom thing, like when you go say "Dad, Dad," and they go "Dad, Dad," you know what I mean, like stuff like that. I wonder if the family was like, "Mom, you are not going to believe this." Like, what "Rise and Shine," and they're like, "Oh my God, this is our million dollar statement." Actually, it went probably. Went, oh my God, you're going to tell you start saying "Rise and Shine." Thanks, Chloe. I know Kim. Seven oh one with the. <laughs> Morning reboot in about one hour. Your first national keyword of the day to win the thousand dollar payoff. But next, in less than 10 minutes, Urban Dictionary Spelling Bee. 713. Good morning. It's the morning reboot on Q105. Tickets to go see Kathy and Jimmy at the Stranahan on Sunday night. We'll give them to you at 8:30 today for our panel full of ladies. If you'd like to purchase them and do buy one, get one. Mm. What's the uh, what's the shortening of that? Buy one, get one? BOGO. BOGO. I never knew what that meant for the longest time. Are you serious? I don't think I knew until like Payless started doing it. So buy one, get one. Yes. Uh, Use the password or keyword Q105 on the Stranahan's website. You'll get buy one, get one for Hocus Pocus Sunday night. Maybe you'll run into a very famous local radio personality. Ooh! You. Hopefully. All right, 805 today, your national keyword to win the $1,000 payoff here on Q105. Also, last night, I was watching the, uh, I wanted to, there was sports on last night I wanted to watch. First game of the World Series in the NBA kicked off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and within two batters of the World Series last night, um, there was a stolen base. So Uh-oh. that means free tacos. For what? Steal a base, steal a taco. Is that a thing? Taco Bell, yeah. For... I think the world for the World Series and for in the NBA, if someone makes a steal, mm-hmm. um, Taco Bell does their their free taco promotion, oh. which is simply a way of you getting and getting you in and making you buy more than right. No, no one one's goes going just for a taco, right? But and I think it's October thirty first, so Halloween next Thursday. Oh. Um, steal a base, steal a taco. When's the last time you had Taco Bell? Oh, I partake in their breakfast so like a week ago, but I don't do their other. I think I like it when I'm drunk, but then I go over it and it just sits on the table. I, I get yelled at by Sam and Elijah all the time. <laughs> when I lived downtown, I would go to the one across the bridge quite a bit. Where's the closest Taco Bell to where I live now? At Airport and Burn? Yeah, because they closed the one at Spring Meadows. I ain't driving all the way down there. I think that one's been closed for a minute. And I've been sucked in. Have you seen the commercials where they finally... So I used to buy two... I know I'm... A, Bethany is like, you just eat salary. You don't see me when I'm home. <laughs> she I, be letting you have it. I love it. I used to buy two nachos Belgrande. Yeah, Beth, Beth. But now you can buy the nachos as a meal. Oh. Um, Urban Dictionary spelling bee. Uh, Urban Dictionary is a place where a lot of slang, uh, we start saying things, mm-hmm. their, their music lyrics, then they wind up on Urban Dictionary so we can add them to our vernacular. Um, I, I like to dig pretty deep on these. Some of these are new. Some of these are trending. Some of these are totally from the middle of UrbanDictionary.com. Right, I'm ready. Batty fish. Batty fish? Batty fish is probably pretty... Would you like a definition or use it a sentence? No, I think I'm just going to go spell it. All right, go ahead. B-A-T-T-Y fish. F-I-S-H. That's one word. Okay. Uh, a man who becomes aroused while in the company of other men... A male who has encounters with another male. A male who listens to R&B music. A baddie fish? <laughs> By the way, based on those definitions... I am so done with America today. 
Based baddie on fish. those definitions, I am definitely a baddie fish. Oh, hot messes, all of you. Next up. Yes. You're you're not getting this one. Um, Rasasi or Rasasi? Unfortunately, they're not pronunciations on, on Urban Dictionary, or at least not that I see. Rasasi I'm, or Rasasi? I'm just going to go for it. Okay. R-A-I-S-S-E-S-E. Started real strong. <laughs> R-I-S-A-S-I. Muscular, muscular black men. A muscular black man that is very charming upon first impression. Often very se- serious and business oriented, but is also a true softy at heart. Rasasi or Rasasi. Okay. So... I am not that. Um, what's it? Uh, who's the guy that's in all the black? Terry Crews. No, He's no. a Rasasi. Yeah. Who's the other guy with the real thin goatee? I can't think of his. It's Michael Jai White. No. I'm totally him, yes. <laughs> He's in all the black movies except the Tyler Perry ones. Morris Chestnut. Yes. You're right. There you go. Oh, why won't Why won't Tyler Perry hire him? <laughs> he his black women actually women period. Just think he is a. Uh, a morsel of love. Like, put him in any movie and people are like, oh, I gotta go see my Morris Chestnut. Who's the light-skinned guy? He might be mixed. Uh, kind of curly-ish hair. Has been on the crime shows on CBS. Shamar oh, Moore. Oh, don't even get me started about Shamar. <laughs> Next up. Say no more. <laughs> Necromantist. Huh? Necromantist. The ability to revive and control the body of those you kill like puppets. Necromantist. Necro. N-E-C-K-R-O-M-A-N-T-I-S. Necromantis. Um, N-E-C-R-O-M-A-N-T-I-S-T. Oh, it's off by a letter. Poop and doop on a scoop scoop. Um, now... Uh-oh. I'm going to give you a hint on it. Rungi. Rungi. Um, it doesn't start with R. That's my hint. Rungi. What other? I don't know. Oh, run! I don't know. I hope you're not. Why are? I hope you're not wrong. O W R. Rungi. O N G E E. Rungi. W R U N G E. Um, I had to rungi on this loser for back talking <laughs> to angrily vomit on someone else. If you can do that, you are. That is a superpower. Oh, these words are ridiculous. I want to. I challenge everyone. Every word we do on Urban Spelling Bee, try to use it one day. Or just, pick, just try, pick, pick one. Yeah, pick one and just try to use it in your everyday conversation. Last one because right. you have a friend in WTOL who goes by this, Emma. E M M A. A really beautiful, confident girl who strives to who strives to succeed at everything. She's sometimes a goody two shoes and excels at all subjects. Emma is pretty, sporty, really funny, and occasionally competitive. Oh, I, can I get that sound bite? I would have said that to her, because that's her to a T. Okay. 7.20 with the morning reboot. I wrote on the show sheet, National Halloween Day. Um, I should have written National Trick or Treat Day. How do you feel about that? It was on our Facebook page last night. We'll talk about it and what it is next. Good morning. It's the morning reboot. Welcome to the show. 805, your first national keyword of the day to win the $1,000 payoff. Good morning. Good morning. It's Eric and Floyd. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit light outside. I brought it. I brought it in. 
You are the sunshine. That sunshine in our you life is sunshine. our friend that. Alex. We Hi. were gonna we're gonna save a topic for later on this week uh, when when you've uh, turned into your parents because <laughs> something's starting to pick up and it's already on our Q105 Facebook page. Um, and we're a week out. We're eight days yet out from Halloween, oh, and really? various municipalities all over the area have their designated trick or treat times. I don't know when they are because I don't have kids. I don't have to. I might have to hand out candy this year. Oh, um, you should. I thought because nobody would come into my building where I lived last year. Now people mm-hmm. might knock, so I'll be ready for that. But a change.org petition is calling for the creation of a national trick or treat day on the last Saturday of October. Um, it's really pushed because of uh, crashes involving kids when kids are running through the streets because it's dark out. The study found that there's a 55% increase in fatal pedestrian crashes on ha- on weekday Halloweens. Friday Halloweens are the most deadly, according to the study. There's been a 36% increase in fatal traffic af- accidents on average on Fridays. The study said when Halloween falls on a Saturday, the average fatal crash increase was 27% compared to a lot more on Friday. So this is not necessarily driven... By back in my or or anything like that, mm-hmm. we're gonna move it all to one day. It, I guess there's some safety concerns, so, th- so I wanted to throw it out for discussion because the first thing I thought was you trick or treat on the 31st, and you get as much candy as you damn well can by 8:15, and then you are back in this house. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they are backing up with like these statistics. Then the dr- the the motor. The trigger is because I guess kids are getting run down. So I feel like <laughs> there's more people on the road on a Saturday than yeah. like I don't understand how that works because I so I agree. I think if you change it to a Saturday and that become like obviously it's gonna take a couple years to pick up. There's gonna be more like crazies out on the road because it's like this day where everybody's out like. Kids are out running around trick or treating, and like the bars are full. And in my mind, because of where I'm at in my life currently, I'm like, oh, Halloween on a Saturday would be really fun at a bar. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know what I mean? So, and not everybody likes to Uber and Lyft home. So four one nine. That's the thing. Four one nine two four zero one zero five five. The last Saturday in October. Should it be a national trick or treating day? I'll throw something else out. Kids should will, will likely be in, or maybe they, they would be more likely to stay out later because it's a weekend. Like when Halloween was during the week for me, I remember like I had to be home before like X sitcom came on, which was like nine o'clock. Mm. And I better had a damn good reason if I was going out after that, but I had to be home by then. Uh, I think another reason that could add to drinking bars all day college football. People are out drinking yeah, at noon. See, yeah, see, I don't know. I don't know. And there's something about the 31st of October, like there's a feeling you get in the air. Like there's something about Halloween being on the 31st of October and then the next day, November 1st. 419-240-1055. Some of our comments online are very interesting though. Like Scott, birthday Scott, said I have to get up really early for my job. My wife works nights. It would be much easier for us on a Saturday. See, I understand that aspect, like the working family mm-hmm. and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I, but I still have concerns about a Saturday. Yeah, Ooh. I don't know. What is going on? I have, like, no strong opinion. That's why I wanted to have, like, a reasonable discussion mm-hmm. and hear things like that. Hi, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hi, who's this? This is Mackenzie. Hi, Mackenzie. National Trick-or-Treating Day, last Saturday of October. Um, I think about, if you think about the children's ages who, you know, are trick-or-treating from, like, I don't know, age, you know, Two to let's say 
10, 11, 12, those ages, I think it's a really good idea because if you think about the people who are going to be out at the bars, mm-hmm. um, they're going to be out later than what this time would be scheduled for, right? It would go until sure, what, pro- probably. But also remember, you know, if there's a big Ohio State football game, if there's a Michigan, people will be out drinking all day as well. So it, it, there will be more that people. On, there will be more people on the road on a Saturday. So, McKen- yeah, I can see that. Thanks, Mackenzie. Four one nine two four zero one zero five five. Who's this? Good morning, guys. Hi, who's this? This is Jake. Hi, Jake. You sound very calm you today. Doing? Maybe it's the new phone. Ooh. I'm I'm standing outside right now. I'm freezing my butt off. All right, oh, uh, Jake. you 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 with no kids, but perhaps a heavy drinker on the weekends. Your thoughts? Uh, this is like for Halloween on a different uh different day, right? Oh, yes, Jake. Come on, buddy. Yeah. No, I just turned on my radio and I kind of got the half end of the conversation. National I think tr- it's stupid. I think it's honestly stupid. No, everything's. I don't want to seem like an old curmudgeon, but every. Why does everything need to change? Just oh, you know, well, you know, That's it's warmer. The there's for. no rain. <laughs> but like, it's like if it's no, if it's snowing or that. No, we. You still go out. You want yeah. candy? You get your butt out there. You get candy. I'm it's actually this thing with of like, oh, we got to change it just to make everything safe. Ah, screw that. <laughs> I, I'm with him because yeah. isn't trick or treating over at eight o'clock anyway? Don't they trick or treat I a little mean, bit earlier? It, wait, in our day, no. no. Now, but like, yes. there's a designated yeah. time because I know I know working at the school, yeah. all, all of our kids would get picked up by like. 4.30, and I would always hear the parents say, we got to get you ready in your costume. So I think it starts at, like, from 6 to 8. Or 4 to 6. I know some places have wanted kids in before it even gets dark. So it doesn't even... <sighs> but if you're trick-or-treating with your parents, I don't know, some teenagers like, I'm 12 now, I can go by myself. But I still think your parents should follow you in your car, especially with this day and age we live in. But I'm with him, like, just keep it on Halloween. Well, let's... I, I, that's the spirit of the thing. Let's let's keep it with like maybe the safety of Saturday. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Do you have any kids? Um, I do have two kids. Okay, so thoughts I'm on? I'm also a teacher. Okay. Um, and as a teacher, I would love it if it was on a weekend. Because <laughs> <laughs> your kids come in all hypercharged after a night of candy, right? Absolutely. It is crazy. This is what I was looking for, these different perspectives from people who do different things. Like Scott, it's easier. He wants to take his kids out. For for you, you don't want like Reese's peanut butter kids up all day on a Thursday. Right. Like if they and, and it's usually Friday that's the worst. So like mm. if it was on a Saturday, then let them be all sugared up on Sunday right. and then come back to school on Monday. Thanks, Kristen. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Good morning, it's Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. Your thoughts on this? Hi. Um, I'm with the one guy who said it was stupid. <laughs> That's Jake. <laughs> uh, and I work. I'm I'm a full-time, I've worked full-time, so I'm one of those people who are going to have to leave early if I want my kids to do it and travel to another place because we don't have a neighborhood. Right. And, but the thing is, there are so many trunk-or-treats yeah. and trick-or-treating mm-hmm. events that if you don't want to go on Halloween, then just don't go. Don't right. change it to make everybody else suffer, you know? Mary, so. how, how old are you? Like 30-something? 37. 37. Okay, so, yeah, when we grew up, you if you wanted candy, maybe you got some at school, but you had to go out on, on uh, Halloween. Mm-hmm. There were not all exactly, the events. Yep. Like, now you can literally go from malls to trunk or treats yeah. to churches, and yeah. you can come back with Every more candy than Target. weekend... For like October, I mean, every single weekend and sometimes during the week, it, there's so many different events. 
Leave it on Halloween. Thanks, thanks, Mary. Have a good rest of the week. Hi, good morning. Last call. Who's this? Whoa. Hello. All right. Last call. Hi, who's this? Hey, turn your Hello. Hi, good morning. Who's this? This is Dr. Andrea. Hey! Oh, oh we're uh, so excited. <laughs> a reasoned, rational mind with three small children. Are you so, there? So, I texted Eric, but my stance on this is, first of all, second, thinking about the statistics, <laughs> it's like, okay, so 50, it's increased by 55%, but what's the actual raw numbers? Because are we going from, like, four to six? Like, that's not right. that big of a She's deal. She's such an intellectual. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing that you have to kind of consider is, why don't we just tr- train our kids how to trick-or-treat appropriately? Don't run across the street. Right, yeah, if right. If they can't run across the street appropriately, then they lose their privileges to run across the street. Yeah. I, I mean, there's, go trick-or-treating. there's a lot of that as as well. Um, what do you, uh, how do you feel about it as a mom, though, with three little ones? Two are likely going out this year? Uh, all three of them will go out this year, probably. So, like, Chloe probably won't get any candy because she's not even a year yet. Right, she has no she teeth. She candy. And then the other <laughs> two love trick-or-treating. They went last year. Right. So, as a mom of little ones, is would it be easier for you on a weekend or is a weeknight just, a weeknight just fine? I mean, maybe, but sometimes weekends get jam-packed. And like yeah. you said, college football. So then trying to get people who are diehard college football fans out and about and go trick-or-treating like that's going to be pulling teeth so if ohio state has a tough game the saturday of trick-or-treating if this were to go into place like let's say they lost to wisconsin Mm -hmm. and uh assuming he still has his job next year a little jim harbaugh comes to jim's door Mm. um that's not going to be a pleasant experience for the little six-year-old dressed as jim harbaugh with your husband no, he wouldn't. He would still give them candy. He made me say a comment. But he um, hey, uh, let me know what you can do with that check, okay? Okay, we'll do. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, I know. It's personal business. Personal thing. Okay. I, I, I think the to her point and others. One, like, don't run across the street. If you run across the street and get hit by a car, you are no longer allowed to trick or treat if you're even still alive. Yeah, but you're going to get it anyway. That's what made me giggle when she's like, teach our kids to run across the street. If not, they can't go. I was like, because they're dead. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I'm with her. Like, the golden rule look both ways, then look again. I don't disagree. One last thing. And, And again, I think there are more cars out in the road on the weekends anyway. One last thing. Um, as Mary mentioned, there are scores of trunk or treats. I think I helped create one a couple of years ago we because one, yeah. it was supposed to pour on Halloween and I told the morning show to stay on the air until the mayor came in and changed it. I mean, it was a, it was, mm-hmm. it was a terrible night of weather, so mm-hmm. Toledo moved in. And now, some trunk or treats, people will wait for hours for like 18 pieces of candy. And I think Ashley said mm-hmm. this last year. I'm not going to that. I will take my kid to Target and buy you as many bags of candy as you want. Explain to me... Why you allow your child to wait for three hours for a dozen pieces of candy? Other, you can be in your costume when we go to Target. I'm not a dad. Wait, why would they wait? At the trunk or treat? Yup. Why? Uh, that's why I'm not a dad. Is We're- it because kids are like lined up at each trunk? Because some people take that really serious. I mean, we do a trunk or treat and I never decorate my trunk. I sit in front of somebody else's car. Mm-hmm. A couple <laughs> years ago when we did the one, when we were at the Andersons, we had to shut oh, it right. down. I remember We that. had to shut it down. People were yelling at my coworkers. Yelling. Why? Over what? Over a Tootsie Roll? A dozen pieces of candy. Now, one thing that I will <laughs> say was... 
at the trunk or treat where where I live, we do a trunk or treat every year, and I think this year it's on Saturday. Um, there are some children that will like because our parking lot's not the largest, so you'll maybe get 20, 25 cars. Mm-hmm. Kids will keep coming back and keep coming back, and I'm like, no, I already saw you. And then and then the parent is like, wow, wow, wow. and I said, well, what if there are kids that show up late? I already saw your kid five times. Right. Tell them to get some candy from somebody else. Bye, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> and I want some for myself. You, you want it more? I'm just can- you want more candy? Come back with another costume. Come back with another costume. Seven forty-four. Great segment. Shapeshifter. I, I don't know what we're doing next. Seven fifty-four. The morning reboot on Q one hundred and five. Good morning. Uh, it's Eric and Floyd. Our friend Alex is here with us. Alex, how are you with uh, with cooking and creating food? Ooh, I love it. I love it. I used to, well, I take that back. I used to really like it, but I'm really tired a lot, so I try to do easy things now, but when I'm in the mood, I like to create stuff. You're part of our little clique here. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so uh, I encourage you to, to do this this contest. We did a, a dessert baking contest over the summertime at DeRocher's. Have you ever been there? No. Okay, well, you can't afford anything there. Oh, excuse ne- me. Neither can I. No, it is some of the nicest kitchen stuff I've ever seen and they have some uh, like antique steampunky type things. Where is it? DeRocher's. It's on Monroe Street Mm. like next to the Paul Mitchell. Oh, I know where that is. Very elegant kitchen stuff. Um, Very high end. Really, And we we made desserts there over the summertime. Now we're doing side dishes Mm. for Thanksgiving. Do you have a specialty? Mm Mm-hmm. I do. So I have all my mom's recipes, and I've been making them over the last, like, four years. Now I'm at that age where I have to learn how to make what she makes. Uh We could carry it on, on, not to say that she's old or anything. She's very Um, (laughs) young-ish. But our, like, stuffing recipe is phenomenal. And I've given it to some of my friends, and they it gets rave reviews at Mm. their parties. So I I find I think it's fantastic. Is that that would be considered a side dish? Oh yeah, okay. oh yeah. Um, since you're part of the click and you're not employed here, uh, please submit the recipe to our website, okay. and uh, I, I think I'm going to be the one cooking with whoever we select to compete against all the other radio stations and whoever selected with them. I think we came Danielle and I came in second place uh-huh. for the dessert. Mm. Mm. So somebody submits a recipe and you guys make it. Uh, yeah, that person will be selected, and we will be at DeRocher's with their awesome high-end appliances and kitchen where making these things, and then there's judges. Tony Geftos is one of the celebrity judges oh, before. Oh, nice. That's so, nice. I know that you're a healthy person. It's extremely unhealthy. There's like a whole pack of butter in it. Like a whole... It's delicious, though. I, okay. <laughs> if there's a butterless version, I mean... <laughs> nope. Whatever, you gotta it. do. You gotta do it. The whole thing. Okay. Or anybody else, if you'd like to submit, do it on our website, q1055.com. Uh, the first place grand prize is a GE Beverage Center from DeRocher's, valued at $1,500. Uh, other prizes for second and third place, so just about everybody grabs something. Nice. Because, um, yeah, it'll be a good time on November 16th. Um, That's my brother's birthday. Which one? Carl. Carl. Carl! Carl! <laughs> you know, okay, so you know Lorraine from Mad TV? Yeah. <laughs> Carl, Carl, Carl. <laughs> that was her husband's name. It was her husband. Carl. Floyd, if you could add one person to the Fast and Furious series, who would it be? Not who you're about to say. Alex, have you ever seen any of these movies? I've seen all of them. Really? Okay. Even the, the last one, the Hobbs and Shaw one? I did. I actually really okay. enjoyed it. Okay. I, I want to see her reaction. 
Um, someone you can hear through our headphones? Kind of. Kind of. Okay. There has been an addition to Fast and Furious. I believe that, not not Hobbs and Shaw. Let me play it with the star that you know. Day 86 here on the set of Fast 9. I know I'm exhausted. I literally, we all gave every single thing we could for this movie. Put it all on the table. Put it all out there. I'm tired. <laughs> but I can't wait. You, I think I ain't gonna cry. I think this is gonna be the best one. Ew. She said, she said so front, blessed. right? Yeah, she first said, of all, <laughs> she's so mad. First of all, you couldn't even understand what she said. Second no. of all, they are, people are putting her in movies because of her personality, which fine, but she wasn't that great in Hustlers. Like you could tell, you know what I mean? Yeah. She was there because she used to be a stripper, and yeah. she was darn good at it. So that what what is she gonna do here besides take her clothes off? No offense, that's just what she does. And that's like, what you're good at doing. I that, wish I would have recorded her reaction. Why? Right. Uh, you couldn't even understand what she said. That, 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 have that. we ever heard her speak normally? Like, no, no, that is how she speaks. Okay. I that, think I honestly think she learned to read by a book of rocks because that's what it sounds like that's in her mouth. The only thing that I will, the credit that I will give her is that she is authentically herself. Yeah. And I do I do give her credit to that, no matter what people say she should be or how she shouldn't be. She is authentically herself, but it drives me insane sometimes. <laughs> and if your vocabulary is the size of a pinhead, again, if it's authentic, be you. What did you say? How did she learn how to talk? By a, by a book of rocks. You know what I was thinking of? Remember when we were kids, there was the little circle thing, the machine you pull and it makes an animal Not voice? Not see and say. Yeah, that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> However, I do enjoy the memes that go around the internet of her childhood pictures. <laughs> when she's like, my mama said I can't go with you because you're a stranger and you like little boys. <laughs> yeah, those memes are hilarious. <laughs> They're my favorite. Uh, let's get to a panel full of ladies next. We're we, sorry if we're early for everybody else's apologies. Um, get to a panel full of ladies next, and we'll get tickets for Hocus Pocus this Sunday night. Q105. Ladies, ladies. Oh, my ladies. Q105's The Morning Reboot. You're not just helping Eric, you're helping all men. I need help. The panel full of ladies. 419 240 1055. Start dialing. Yeah, I play that twice. I really want you to call. Uh, first up, and we still have room for one more uh, for Hocus Pocus and Kathy Jimmy. Hi, Morgan. Hi. Morgan's 21 from BG. Uh, Alex asked a good question a couple of minutes ago. What does your boyfriend look like? Like, does he resemble anyone that Taylor has dated? Uh, not really. Okay. Good enough. Don't go anywhere. Uh, yeah. Also, we have Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. Sarah's 29 from Toledo, single and three kids. It's a busy life. Yeah. Um, Alex, 29. Perrysburg, mm-hmm. boyfriend, and fur babies with four and three legs. Corgi in that life. Oh, we're, I'm, I'm going to pick up somebody else. Mm-hmm. Hi, uh, line four. Who's this? Oh, we lost him. Oh, oh my ladies. Oh, that worked. Um, <laughs> first question, Morgan. Uh, do you yep. do do you do like a a robe and slippers type thing? Um. Sometimes if I get out of the shower and then I'm hungry, I'll put a robe on. Okay. But usually I just get dressed. How about slippers? I don't own slippers, and I haven't since, like, middle school. So <laughs> usually it's just flip-flops. Okay. 
How about you, Sarah? Robe and slippers? Yes. Not, not all the time, but um, I don't know. Robe, when I'm doing like a, a full face of makeup, I usually just have like my robe on or after a shower. But slippers, I have two pairs, one for upstairs and one for downstairs. You're a hardcore sliver person. <laughs> okay. I am. Alex, robe and slippers? So, uh, kind of what Sarah said, sometimes I do have like a really, a few like really cute combination robe sets with like a cute little nighttime dress. <laughs> um, and then you've seen my slippers. They're monster feet. <laughs> and they're my favorite and I do wear them every day. Sarah, are your slippers like that or are they just kind of basic looking? They're extra basic. My downstairs slippers, they're hard bottom and they're gray, so I can wear them to Walmart if I have to. <laughs> you know your slipper stuff. I'm glad I asked that question. Uh, <laughs> Morgan, um, you don't you didn't live so I was thinking about Y two K and the, the scare that it was. Oh. In your life, is there anything that was created by pop culture, anything that you'll always remember as like an unnecessary fear? Um, Furbies. For, what did they like? Came alive at night. What? Yeah, because like the batteries would never actually die oh, in them, yeah. so like you would forget about it, and it would just be in your closet. Like, hello. Okay. I remember that. In the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> the great Furby threat. Sarah, how about you? A, a threat that people talked about and was really much ado about nothing. I've lived through like, I don't know. I don't know how many times the world was ending. One right. time it was like yes. people saying it was ending, and then it was, oh, the rapture, that's what it's called. I've lived through like three raptures. Right. And then the Mayans said the world were ending, and here we are. Yes, you're very right. Alex, anything that comes to your mind? Um, anytime, no offense, I'm from the snow belt. Anytime we talk about snow in Toledo. Ah, oh, like, the world is ending. Oh my god! Yeah. And it, oh my god! I'm just like, come on, you guys! I've never heard of a level three emergency until I moved here. Yeah, ever. ever. Same here, and I've lived in the Midwest and in other snowy yeah. places my whole life. Ever. Um. Okay, so this was buzzing around on on Twitter yesterday a little bit. Um. Apparently, according to a new study or one that isn't that old, one in six millennials have saved one hundred thousand dollars. The only way I can find that to be accurate is if they are including professional athletes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so Morgan, um, hold on a second. I have where's my, where's my sheet of paper? Morgan, do you do you have? You're twenty one, in your twenties, and you I don't want to. You know, ask you too much personal finance info, but so you're in your twenties. Have you right. saved twenty five percent of your gross pay? No, college is expensive. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, Sarah, you're twenty nine, so by age thirty, um, have the equivalent of your annual salary saved. So if you earn fifty thousand dollars a year, you'd have fifty saved when you hit thirty. You anywhere near that? Anywhere near what you earn? Absolutely not. No way. Yeah. Alex? No. I don't I don't get that at all. I think that's a good point. They probably are including athletes. I, yeah. And are they also including people who have savings from their like their parents? Inheritances? Yeah. They yeah. yeah, it was very I wouldn't know who they asked. Yeah. Um last question here, and I'm sorry for making everybody think really hard this morning. Uh Morgan. Um do you do do you do any cooking? I bake. You bake. Okay. 
What what spice would you use to describe your love life? <laughs> um, nutmeg. Nutmeg. Interesting. Is it the the flavor like or the move? It's a little sweet, but it's a little uh, a little bitter at times if you don't mm, use it right. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I like that. Very clever, Sarah. What about you? What spice would you use to describe your love life? Oh. Uh. This is a ridiculous question. I know, I know. Um, I don't. Can, I want to say vanilla because it's delicious, but at the same time, vanilla is boring. Okay. Well, vanilla extract. I mean, it's very, it's very potent. Don't use a lot of vanilla. How about that? Can be you. You don't want a lot of Sarah. Just, a, just a little is enough. <laughs> that works. That's okay. Great. Uh, uh, Morgan, I'm getting rid of you. I got rid of Morgan and Sarah. You don't go anywhere. We have Hocus Pocus tickets for you. Okay. Oh, wait. More, uh, Sarah? Oh. <laughs> Sarah, call that. Sarah? Ladies. Sarah's there. Hello. Hi, oh. don't go anywhere. I'm still learning how to use these phones. Alex, what spice describes your love life? All spice? As in like the, it's this, it's, <laughs> there's like a thing. No, like, there's, it's called, it's like. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. like, um, are you like the, uh, the, the red robin everything spice? I, I think so, yeah. Like a seasoning, salt, everything, spice. Mm. Like just because, like what, I think it's what Morgan said. Like sometimes there's really sweet and then other times there's really like bitter and then other times there's like things complement each other and then sometimes they don't. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm like everything spice. I think it's the berries, bagels, everything spice. Mm. Floyd, you got an answer? Mm. Um... Oregano. What's that mean? I can't. Basil. Basil. I was going to say basil. Basil. I use use oregano. Oregano is a base for my chicken, uh, but I don't know how to explain it. Mrs. Dash. (laughs) Molly McButter. (laughs) Do you remember that stuff? No? Beef bullion cubes. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is hilarious. Are we describing yours? Okay, okay, wait. Sorry, Let's, that was rude. I can't. The only ones I can, I'm, I can't think of any ones that would accurately. I can't answer my own question. Um, Seasoning I, salt, Lowry's, Hawaii Himalayan salt. Yes, Ooh. looks good, but it ain't no different from the white stuff. <laughs> Eight twenty-one with the morning reboot. Your national keyword to win the thousand-dollar payoff is big. B-I-G. Text BIG to 95819. Also, you just missed the Kathy and the, Kathy and the Jimmy tickets. Sorry about that. Um, I think we we have some extra pairs because Morgan already won. Yeah. So give us this segment because I did promise them around 830 for a panel full of ladies. We had to move some things around um, because our Wood County friend Andrea um, for I think they're a reverse raffle next Friday. She had to bail on us. So we'll give you a pair. We'll give you a, a chance to call in for those tickets at the end of the segment. Yes. And Sarah, call us back or text me. Did we lose her? Yeah, because I went to go and it just kind of went. Oh. Yes. The light started. It stopped. Li- the phone started. Li- Sarah, stopped lighting. Sorry. Sarah, three kids, Toledo. Call us back, please. Um, a couple of things to get to here. 834 The Morning Reboot. It's Eric Chase Floyd. Our friend Alex is here with us. To go back to um, the thing on Twitter yesterday and then one of the questions for uh, the panel full of ladies. It, it was one in six millennials supposedly have $100,000 saved. And I just couldn't believe that. And yeah. I I Googled the hell out of that yesterday, and that number kept coming up. It's baloney. Nobody said, 
who these millennials are, I I surmise they're taking in professional athletes, mm-hmm. and you said you know people who trust fun kids, mm-hmm. TikTokers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have I, there's those I def- aren't millennials. I definitely oh. have some friends who do make a really good living and probably do have that money, like close to that, if not that saved up. Um, so I guess I could say I know I know a few people who have that, but that's just baloney. Even if you were smart enough when you were very young to start saving. And I didn't get into the habit of saving until my mid-30s because yeah. I didn't make enough to save. And right. that that's Me the issue either, yeah. then and now. Yeah. I forget what they say, what the suggested amount of saving is. Well, it says in your 20s, aim to save 25% of your gross overall pay. So if you're getting paid, well, let's say your paycheck is, is $1,000 every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So two... 20, so you're probably making 35, 37 a year, just using loose numbers. Um, you should be saving 250 a week gross. That's a lot, especially with what what cost of living is. Even though it's pretty good here, if you're paying five to seven hundred bucks mm-hmm. before Gas prices, I no, mean, it's rent, just, utilities, cable. No, no twenty year old is thinking that way. Like they're just they're struggling to struggle you know what i mean I so mean, yeah it's everybody's like working to live I yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and i knew that in my even as i was knee deep eyeball deep in my career i'm like there's no like my dad gets a pension from the city of philadelphia mm-hmm. ask your parents what a pension is like they paid paid him to work there mm-hmm. and i think he makes a great salary mm-hmm. as a pension now mm. that's what bankrupted the city of detroit pensions and then when you know markets crashed that's why we have the option to have 401ks it's totally different um but even if you were 23 15 years ago and you started saving all you, a lot of that savings went away in 2008 now some yeah. of it's recovered yeah but a hundred grand i'd love to know who they asked so, so that's like as a 29 year old, I recognize when the time comes for me to retire, it's not going to be the same oh, market yeah. as it oh, was. So yeah. I've are like I have a few different investment accounts that that I did intentionally. So like I have my 401k through my job, and then I have a completely different one mm-hmm. that I also put into because I know I'm going to need that when the time comes because I'm not like my 401k is not going to cut it. I've begun begun to think. Uh, by the way, 419-240-1055 is the number to call. Use it in a couple of minutes. We'll tell you when to for the uh, for the tickets. And you can text as well. Retirement? That ain't happening. <laughs> right. Just, it... And the, by the time we get there, the number will go up because mm-hmm. lifespan, even though we keep killing ourselves, usually mm-hmm. because the opioid stuff has brought mm-hmm. the average lifespan down. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be closer to 70 than it is now. But retirement... I'm just, we're going to work till we're dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, let me give you. A- <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> my boss is going to come to my funeral. Like, oh, he was serious. <laughs> In your 20s, aim to save a quarter of your overall gross pay. So before taxes. By age 30, you should have what you make per year. So if you make, if you make 40 a year, you should have 40 saved. By 35, have twice your annual annual salary, and then by every five years, it should be, you know, you get up to, by age 60, you should have seven times your annual annual salary saved, so. I mean, stuff Where like that this? just makes people feel bad, too. Yeah. Like, that's just, you know what I mean? Like, I hate reading stuff like that. Like, I understand, but it's, it just makes, I'm like, I'm nowhere near that, and mm-hmm. so if that means that I'm behind, then so be it, but I, like, let's be realistic. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I did not have any of that, and I'm fortunate enough to have have a decent savings now, mm-hmm. but it's because like 
68% of the immediate family in my life died. And um, like my my grandparents, my, mostly my grandfather and my grandmother, the two that were married, were part of the savings where mm-hmm. like you just stocked everything away mm-hmm. and they were able to pass that stuff on to, to me and my brother. My mom was like hoarding Social Security. Right. Um, but would I rather yeah. have these people back in my life? Absolutely. But I they saved for me. And that that's hopefully that's nice. the way. It'll be for a lot of people our age. I actually think in high school they should just have a course called Real Life yeah. 101. They do. They need that. They honestly like, Alex has three bills due. She has enough to pay one. Which one But she, she also has to buy dog food. <laughs> oh, Al- no, I'm not hexing No, I thing. agree. No. Alex also just found out she's pregnant. How can she make ends meet? <gasps> You know what I mean? Like th- those are real life questions. I just asked this a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> this is not on the air. I said I want to know how some people decide. I was told a long time ago. That's why I didn't want to put a hex. No, on you. no, no, no. Yeah. If you wait till it's right to start a family, it's too late. But there are some people, especially in this era that we live in, that are not in the position to start a family. Right. So I. Oh, this is a whole nother conversation because <laughs> I'm tw- I'm 29 and yeah. I've, I'm in a three. I've been in like Thomas and I have been together for three years going on four and everyone what about kids what about kids what about kids and I'm just like I am not it it is and um, so I have lupus and I have some other medical things going on and it's like I need to have them younger but I just, I'm just like, my mom had me at 38 and I felt like that was, when I was younger, I was like, that was so stupid. You're older than all my other kids, like all the other kids' moms. But now that I'm like, from this perspective, I'm like, I can't imagine having any kids before. Like I have, I always have to drop the number, but I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't imagine having kids before like 33. So if you look at those numbers and it says like in, in your twenties and thirties, mm-hmm. most of the people listening to the show, not everybody, um, like save a quarter of your gross pay. Well, you could argue that like a quarter of your gross pay, maybe not quite that much, but probably a nice chunk is going to the, the family that you've begun. Oh my so, And it's almost like, do you want to save for the future, which you should, but you don't know what the future brings, or oh do you want to have a family? Yeah. And every day's an adventure. Like yeah. you can save up all this money and all of a sudden your car goes yeah. to poop. Yeah. Or, or there's your house... Heaven forbid, there's a flood in your house. Your house catches on fire. You know I what I mean? Just, Unexpected medical bills. Yeah. I just, it, Don't ever go to the emergency room. Uh, Never. Yeah. Like, I've become that adult. Like, I've literally become that adult. Like, do I need to go? I don't need to go. I don't think I'm going to die. Like, I think I should be fine. I don't need to Put go. Put an ice pack on it. Like, I, <laughs> you know right, I mean? yeah. right. Like, I don't need to go. I'm still paying off my surgery from last year, and mm-hmm. I've learned terrible things about an HSA account. Didn't mm-hmm. know that. So there's your uh, financial stuff here from the morning reboot on Q105. 842, Jaden was on Ellen yesterday with a very, what, disinterested Naomi Osaka? She just needs to stop talking. Just play tennis. Like, at this she's, point, no talk she's more. She's an introvert. Yes, she's, she is. She's very introverted. Uh, we'll get to stop, then turn down interviews. Yeah. That's why I just said Well, she's talking. a child, too. 22? Oh, I thought she was like 16. No, that's the other one. That's Coco. Oh, uh, whoops. Never mind. Yeah, she's been a global icon for, like, somebody had to get media Isn't this the chick who beat Serena? Yep. Mm-hmm. At the U.S. Open a couple years ago. I thought she was a child. Mm-mm. I thought that was last year. She was, like, two two or three years ago. Uh, we'll get to Jaden's interview and the new Selena song before nine. The new Selena Gomez song. Um, have no idea what that could possibly be about. 8.55, the morning reboot. Um, it's about kittens. Get me the, uh, yeah, speaking of that, can you get me the cat typing gif and go, <laughs> she is so strong. She's so strong. Wait, no, remember the best one. 
She's finally free from all no. the pain. No, she's not. She's released. No, she's not. I think some of it's still there. You know what's I, funny? It's clearly. Alex, you listened. We're, we're both mental health wonks. Was yeah. I too mean to her? No, I was thinking the same thing. I think sometimes it's a little difficult to, because at some point, like, it's called self-talk, and you have to let it go. And, like, although you may still be feeling those things, you have to do everything you can to fight against some of that. Um, feeling the right, like some Right, right, right. Like, you have to find healthy <laughs> coping skills that don't involve that thing or that person. And releasing a potential number one single is not going to help because yeah. it's going to be well, played that's not everywhere. Because oh well, not to say, I mean not to say that she can't still find because like journaling is healthy and arguably that that's the same thing. Like if she wrote the song, like it's it's the same thing. It's, mm-hmm. But you're you know what I mean. Like it's, I just I think it's time for her to try to move on. And maybe yeah. this is trying. I mean, maybe we are. Maybe it is. Because she can offer more to the world than just these ballads about heartache. She, I was waiting for it to pick up. Like, there was a part in the song where it started off slow. And then I was like, and this is where it picks up to be a dance hit. Yeah. Like, this is where it comes in. And it just never came in. And I was just like, I know. Selena's had a she's had a difficult time. So And she has a lot more in her life. She's now 26, 27. The the, the I think it was lupus battle like yeah, you. Yeah. And so many other things to sing about. Um where I, I almost feel like it's PTSD like where like the it same thing be. keeps getting under your skin. It could be. Get a new therapist. It could be. I mean it's obviously it's therapeutic for her and continuing to talk about it is making her feel better like you know how you go through something and you just have this urge to talk about it but you know nobody else wants to hear mm-hmm. it so then you're holding it in you know everybody else is like sick of it or they're you know that you know you know like you've kind of run people ragged with what you have to say i think she's it seems like she still has this need to like fester in this place and That's talk about it i mean I think that, yeah, yeah. See, I like what you said, because like, when I first heard the song, I felt like I was a Selena Gomez friend, and yeah. I was just like, girl, again? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, and it's it's sad to watch, because um, he just got married. Right, which, yeah. which, again, like she should have been at a point since their breakup when he got married where that shouldn't have upset her so much. But you know, if we have time, I have been like silently paying attention to the Channing Tatum, Jenna, mm-hmm. Jenna Don't, that stuff and Jesse J and I'm like I feel so bad for her who's her Jenna she's pregnant again I think right well yeah but like at that time first of all when they announced that they were separating I was like no because they seemed like they were a great couple. Yeah, they did. And, you you know, you like them both. And you're like, oh, no. And then when he came out with Jesse J, I really liked Jesse J. But I was like, wait a minute, girl. This is too soon. Like, they were together nine years. And now you're like, you know. <sighs> what we I always like to think what we don't know is yeah. how much of that time together were they growing apart? We, we just get the beginning and the end. We don't know everybody's life and every, everybody's relationship, mm-hmm. so I don't judge. But I was like, I kind of felt some things for Jenna. I was like, oh, I'm, that must be awful. But he has a type. Yeah. <laughs> he has dancer, a type. Uh, brunette, dark-haired brun- dancer type. Yes, yeah. I love Jessie J. Yeah. I, I do really like her. So I was just like... Um, but b- b- Jaden with uh, Naomi Osaka on Ellen Tube yesterday. I'm Jane Jefferson here. I'm with tennis celebrity 
Naomi Osaka. Naomi, thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you. So how was it sitting next to Ellen during your, t uh, during your interview today? Oh, it was really cool. I mean, I feel like you can relate. Um, she's just a super nice person, and just having that energy is really uplifting. And what do you love that would surprise people? Besides, besides from tennis? Um, I mean, it's not surprising. I love video games, um, anime, manga. I guess a lot of stuff that most people maybe not have heard of. So what do you have to tell people about that uh, side passion? Side passion? Um, yeah, just something I do to relax um, and just take my mind off like stressful things. Uh, before you hit the tennis court, what what's, uh, goes into your mental side of things? What are some things that you mentally prepare for? Um, right, Floyd's losing it. So I'll, if Jaden didn't didn't know it already, uh, he learned it yesterday. Buddy, some interviews are going to be duds. Oh, I mean that poor. I, I feel she, bad for her. She backs it up on the tennis court, though. We I can't we can't take her credit She's from her. She's clearly but, introverted. She yeah. clear, she cares nothing about everything other anything other than like anime and tennis yeah. you know what I mean turn like, down the interview requests yeah yeah I I mean she doesn't have to do those things maybe I don't know maybe she does or maybe it's a requirement for could like, be her winning contracts and yeah. endorsements she seems a lot more looser with this with Jaden than yeah. the clip I showed you with yeah. Ellen previously two last things the Jonas Brothers are getting sued by a photographer uh, another one of these stories uh, she I believe took the pictures they used them on their social accounts she's like 150 thousand dollars per infringement so i'm sure there'll be a settlement i'm not surprised this doesn't happen all the time yeah so because somebody on their social team which is probably 20 people deep used mm -hmm. a picture somewhere just like we used to dig up pictures off the mm -hmm. internet and yeah uh last thing not necessarily entertainment but it's connected to the universe if you're a verizon customer of any kind you get I disney plus free for an entire year if you've already paid for not. it as a verizon customer you will get your money back that's that's very cool. I heard about that, and I was a little jelly because I'm not a Verizon customer. Girl, it's just, we're still paying for it with this bill. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that sounds so good. Wait. And you think about what I would have paid in Disney Plus and what I paid for my bill anyway, you're like. So what is it, like oh. 130 a year? Uh, Disney Plus? Yeah. No, it's 70 I think, if you yeah. buy the year uh, out. Uh -huh. I, and I did, I bought the three years for the lower price, which is like four, and then taxes. I think for three years, it cost me 180 bucks. Okay. So I was willing to make that investment because it's not like Disney Plus is going to go away. Mm -hmm. But we can stay. We're at the point now where we can very much go. And oh, the, by the way, the the HBO and the AT and T one or Warner Brothers two more streaming uh, prices will be announced next week. Mm. So we're at the point now where you can go HBO now or HBO Go fifteen bucks. Oh, they're now not the same thing. No. Uh, not necessarily. This, one's this, for the cable login, the other ones you pay. Right. And, this, okay. and, and the one that they're partnering with will be more more global. So Netflix, 12 to 15 bucks. Mm -hmm. Amazon, I pay it once a year, so it's probably yeah. like nine bucks a month. Hulu. Um, Hulu. What the hell does Hulu cost? Um, 17. Oh, is it? I think because I get the commercial I free like one. And I, and I was one of the first people that got the price hike. So like, we'll say fifteen ninety nine, but after taxes. So my Disney like Plus, which is going to be five bucks a month, um, when things come back, I'll be getting the CBS app. So there's five plus more, and then you're paying eighty to a hundred if you're just doing cable. 
Guess what, everybody? You're paying your cable bill. You're again. paying your cable but, bill again. But we, while well, I was the first, I think I was one of the first people to say that. Like, you can cut the cord all you want; things are going to get back to where they were. Mm-hmm. At least we have top-notch quality products now. Like these different streamers have forced one another to to be to, be, to get better. And it's like a buffet; you can pick and choose it is. It as, is. instead of waiting. Oh, I would disagree, because no. Oh, one, really? Just kidding. <laughs> because like cable, you couldn't go a la carte. Similarly, like I was paying six bucks a month for one show on CBS All Access. And if you're paying $12, $13 a month for Netflix, mm-hmm. you're watching like 1% of what you're paying for. But you can also go through other rabbit holes on Netflix as with other services. Like, say I'm just getting into Stranger Things, I could like, like, watch seasons one through leading up to when I'm new, or if I have to wait for another episode or something on Hulu, I can go back and look at one of my favorite episodes. Let me actually tell you what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Much like we used to scroll through cable and go, damn, there ain't nothing on. You, hey, want to come over and scroll through Netflix and not watch anything? You go, you waste 20 minutes going, yeah, there's nothing I want to watch. But you're watching. Like, are you? I would, like one of my favorite shows is Speechless. So I would go back and watch an old episode just till I wait till next week till the new episode comes. I watched the British Bake Off on my sick days this week. A lot of people like me will flip on Netflix, try to find something to watch, hope the algorithm pays off and go, there ain't nothing to watch. Are you still watching this? I haven't even chosen anything yet. I'm still that (laughs) mooching little sister. Like I told my brother pays the cable bill and I just mooch off his username and password. And so I have like all the ABC and NBC and CBS and TLC and all of that good stuff. And then we split, like one pays Netflix, one pays Hulu. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Things, things like that. My, so. my dad, his probably four thousand dollar monthly Comcast bill. I think everybody knows about the, the horrors of Comcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I use his Barry W login to watch. God, I was, I was. What's the word? What you? Want? I was shooketh last week <laughs> after <laughs> infection on on my Chicago Wednesday. It was the triple crossover. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't. But yeah, I use his login to get all the TV apps. See. I do that too, so I don't. I'm really lucky. Thank you. Shout out to my brother and his wife because <laughs> I still mooch and I'm almost thirty. Ready, Floyd? <laughs> yeah. Tweet, tweet. They didn't tweet it, but they sure liked it. The morning reboots, most liked tweet of the morning on Q105. Every you ready? Yep. Every good friendship starts with when I first saw you. I thought you were a bitch. Mm. <laughs> That's how my friendship started with Same. my There's a woman my in my girlfriend. life, we love one another, and that's exactly how that started. One, <laughs> one day we'll have Christine on the air, and she can explain how she wanted to claw my eyes out the first night. <laughs> yeah. We were out for a work thing. Uh, mine, it's a picture of uh, Michael Phelps. Ooh. Honored to be part of this at Forbes under 30 still image, which features a group of people who combined to win 23 gold medals. That tweet is from Brooke Sutherland, who is in the picture, and it happens to have Michael Phelps in it. And he won the gold medal. Correct. Mm. Yeah, there's some visual Got involved it. there. Got it. Text Eric to 419-240-1055 to grab today's podcast. Q105 Studios, sponsored by...